This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Elon Musk. And I'm Elon Musk. Thank you for listening. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. This is the loudest newscast on the left. So Twitter has been banning people who switch their usernames, change their usernames to Elon Musk. What is up with that? Is what I understand. I don't know. They're not doing a good job because I'm seeing a lot of usernames on Twitter right now with Elon Musk in it. It seems they are using some kind of algorithm. So if you do some sort of uh, way of tripping it up, like perhaps end it Elon Musk uh, apostrophe S, like Elon Musk's personal whatever... Uh, you might be able to get away with it. I don't know. But. I heard that maybe it only affects uh, non-verified accounts, too. So maybe uh, us blue check marks can get away with the Elon Musk names. Uh, No, because Alex okay, Q... <laughs> well, a few weeks ago, Alex Q. Arbuckle was Italian Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he, w- he was one of the first people to do it, and he lost his check mark <laughs> after doing that. He lost his check mark... Repeat, lost his check mark Damn. after changing his name to Italian Elon Musk. Look, I'm not going to. And let me tell you, there have been a lot of these Elon Musk accounts that have come up since he adopted the Italian persona. And that one was funny. Some of the newer ones aren't so funny, but the Italian Elon Musk thing was, uh, was pretty funny. I could see why Twitter is going out of its way to protect one of their users, especially an award winning user like Elon Musk the winner of the 2018 Meltdown May Worst Tweet Tournament a few months ago. Can't forget that. That's right. That's right. He's been on fire ever since. He's really, uh, he's not given up. Yeah, a a, a, uh, a meltdown that inspired a NLRB complaint. <laughs> <laughs> really reaching for the stars, Elon, and crashing on the ground. Uh, Sam's back from New York. We were chatting a bit in the pre-show about uh, about uh, Sam's trials and tribulations on the bus, going up and back from New York. You're gonna have to subscribe. You're gonna have to become a Patreon subscriber. Five bucks a month, you get access to that bonus content. Hearing Sam talk about his trip to New York, you get to watch a live stream of this show. Hello, Roy. Hello, Luke. Who are all watching uh, at work or at home? We got uh, Abu Marouge watching uh, on Patreon who uh, wanted to make sure to say that they're co-workers and then would like to hear our news loud in quotation marks. We've got it turned up all the way over here. Could you make sure it's turned up all the way over there too? Thanks. Appreciate it. Now, I thought that at first this was a complaint about our audio, but they put loud in quotation marks. So I think I know what they mean. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should have a uh, subscription level available only to Washington, D.C. residents where uh, you get a sticker, mm. you know, and we give you uh, the, the, a $50 sticker and we give you some of that loud news, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. That loud, sticky news. Well, we are the loudest newscast, as I mentioned, the loudest newscast on the left. Before we move on to the haikus, I feel like I should note that... Uh, last week, we started our GTA streaming. We did some GTA streaming on Twitch where you can watch us play video games, and we we played Grand Theft Auto, and it was very fun. 
Mm-hmm. And I tried to steal the jet from the military <laughs> base several times. Wasn't successful, but then was later successful off off stream. So some news in the video game world where Sam Sachs today informed me that Civilization VI now mm. has cross-platform multiplayer. So now we can play because Sam has a Mac and I have a PC. Yep. So we might have to uh, stream Civ Six. Yeah, sure. For the real dedicated <laughs> the real, stream heads, the real out there. dedicated stream heads, maybe even clear off an entire Saturday and invite some of uh, some people to play with us. Yeah, if any Sivers out there want to get in a have a land party, have a land party. We could we could play Civilization Sam. Six. Yeah. Uh, Let us know. Are, are you going to be streaming later today? No, I don't think today, but later this week for sure. All right, we'll be back streaming later this week. $5 on Patreon. You get to live stream the show. You get bonus content, and you also get a haiku. Let's read some right now. This one is for Nicholas. Despite all my rage... I am still just a rat in a Nicolas Cage. Thank you, Nicholas. This is for Steven. Loggingon.com. Click and point. Pointing to click. Content factory. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. Finally, today, this is for Sean. Oh, yeah. The Facebook. It's a book of faces. Yawn. Where's the book of butts? Where is it? That's what we all want to know. Thank you, Sean. Yes, thank you, Sean. And thank you to all our new subscribers on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash District Sentinel. It's Monday, July 30th, 2018. Here's the news. Perhaps the doomsday clock can chill out a bit. Today, during a press conference, President Trump said he would meet with Iranian officials without any preconditions. Quote, I would certainly meet with Iran if they wanted to meet. I do believe that they will probably end up wanting to meet. I'm ready to meet whenever they want to, end of quote. No preconditions, Trump added. They want to meet, I'll meet, whenever they want. Well, this is kind of an about face. It's a uh, definite about face. It's certainly a welcome development, lending credence to our theory that the only reason, literally the only reason that Trump doesn't like the Iran deal is because it was President Obama's personal accomplishment. Maybe if the Iranians uh, call up Trump and propose the exact same terms of the deal and call it President Donald J. Trump's nuclear energy deal or something, he would probably support it. You'd probably back it 100%. Well, we'll see how jet fighter fucking Republicans react to this over the coming days. Keep an eye specifically on what Lindsey Graham and Tom Cotton have to say about this. I think they will not be happy. They won't be uh, very happy about it. Neither will uh, Trump himself from like 2013 or whatever. I'm sure it hasn't. I hadn't seen any yet as we were walking the studio because it was just happening. But I'm sure there's been like three or four tweets dredged up of Trump criticizing any hint of talking with the Iranians at any point. 
Also, let's uh, not rule out the possibility that in a few hours, Trump himself will say yes. that actually I don't want to talk to Iran. That was a mistake. I bet John Bolton is uh, filling up numerous diapers right now as we speak. During that press conference today, Trump also said that he wants to make NATO stronger and that the current sanctions on Russia will stay in place. Thought uh, I'd report those things here since I promise you, you won't hear them anywhere uh, on MSNBC or wherever the Russiagate narrative thrives. The inevitable lurch to confirmation for Brett Kavanaugh continues. Today, Rand Paul folded to Republican Party leaders as he frequently does. In a series of tweets, the Kentucky senator said he overcame whatever stated concerns he had about the Supreme Court justice nominee, specifically his views on civil liberties. Paul said, quote, on issues such as property rights and in reigning in the administrative state, Judge Kavanaugh has a strong record and showed a deep commitment during our meeting. This is why Trump picked Kavanaugh and why Rand Paul supports him. Property rights and the reigning in that administrative state it's what corporate America wants. That's why they want Kavanaugh. They're lighting money on fire to get him confirmed, spending money on all sorts of advertising and lobbying. Yep. And uh, Rand Paul is corporate America's lapdog, and today he snapped too. Also, as alluded to, Paul is a total fraud. Total. Total fraud on economic issues. He doesn't pretend to be anything but a sleazebag, but he postures like the reasonable Republican on national security, privacy, and foreign policy. That is until the Republican Party needs him. He's their lapdog, like we said, like earlier this year when he reversed his position on Mike Pompeo's nomination to be Secretary of State. Gotta say, that Trump classic. Had, yeah, Trump had it right when he called Rand Paul extremely weird. <laughs> he, he did. God damn it. When you're right, you're right. Same thing can be said of Mr. Uh, what's my boy's name? Which one? His neighbor. Oh, Rene Boucher. Yeah, Mr. Boucher. When you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. As Huffington Post noted earlier this month, one of Kavanaugh's opinions on the NSA should be of particular concern to actual civil libertarians, not just those who play him on TV. In 2015, while on the D.C. Circuit, the judge ruled in favor of the agency's warrantless collection of phone records. Kavanaugh said, quote, critical national security need outweighs the impact on privacy. We got news over the weekend of a new domestic surveillance program. Yay! This one being run out of the Transportation Security Administration. It's called Quiet Skies, and it tasks TSA agents with physically following and monitoring Americans who aren't suspected of any crimes and aren't on any sort of watch list or anything. According to the Boston Globe, the program has already ensnared thousands of innocent travelers who had their behaviors at the airport and aboard the plane watched by small teams of federal air marshals. Those marshals wrote reports documenting things like if the individual used the phone or went to the bathroom, if they talked to anyone else, if they changed their clothes or they shaved at the airport, they waited to board the plane last, which, by the way, is something I do. I try to board the plane as late as possible because I don't like waiting in line. Why would that be suspicious? I don't know. Why is board... It should be suspicious if they want to board the plane first. Yes. <laughs> in addition, agents are checking to see if passengers fidget or have a jump in their Adam's apple or a, quote, cold penetrating stare. <laughs> this is all stuff agents have documented in their reports under the Quiet Skies program. I'm fidgety as hell because I don't like flying. 
I also pace back and forth, you know? You got to find where the bathroom is in the terminal. That usually takes you... First, you find your gate. So you see where your gate is. You get a lay of where the food and situation is. Then you go to use your bathroom. So you end up, like, work working your way up and down the gate, which I guess looks suspicious. Man, flying is so stressful. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I, you, I know you have particular fears about flying. I don't have those but even then i get really stressed out and one time i uh i thought i i or i did leave my passport like on the seat and i had to run back and get it at the uh oh boy the guy who was uh processing at that he, oh, he was he was he, he he pulled me aside for a few extra minutes to talk to me and uh yeah, yeah these people like, suck there's 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 the fear that the plane is just going to fall out of the sky that sucks about flying there's being trapped in an inescapable tube with other people for that long which just makes flying suck and then on top of all that you're in this security apparatus where any point you get out of line you're suspected of being a fucking terrorist so flying's terrible anyways some air marshals themselves have complained about the program citing its questionable legality appears to be warrantless surveillance on Americans and saying that it's a waste of time. People who pose no threat whatsoever, like a businesswoman who merely flew through Turkey, a Southwest Airlines flight attendant, and a former cop have all come under surveillance in the Quiet Skies program. Well, maybe the former cop. Yeah, the former might cop might deserve it. Here. Um, agency documents also, show... Also, you know, what kind of business, <laughs> business person are we talking about? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Not good examples, but... Southwest flight attendant. What yeah, are you doing? Southwest flight attendant innocent. Yeah. Agency documents show that there are between 40 and 50 quiet skies passengers on domestic flights each day. And air marshals Jesus. are following and surveilling about 35 of them every day. That's, so how, how do you get on this list? Just by being weird at the airport? Yeah, or come flying out of certain destinations. Right, right, right. Jesus Christ. TSA is remind. We don't really know much because the TSA is remaining pretty quiet about the program, even the, even the fact that it exists. The agency won't provide details on how successful it has been in thwarting any attacks. A spokesman said providing such information would quote make passengers less safe. Though Republicans consistently shit on your privacy, as we have noted throughout this show, they're citing privacy concerns to make things easier on corporate managers. OSHA, the, the part of the Labor Department overseeing workplace safety, is rescinding electronic reporting requirements on accidents and injuries on the job at businesses with over 250 employees. One of the last things that the Obama administration did was require these firms once per year to electronically file these forms, so-called 300, 300A, and 301 reports. The records which businesses are required to keep anyway by law detail work-related injuries or illnesses. But now the Trump administration wants to remove the 300 and 301 electronic filing requirements. OSHA announced the move today in the Federal Register, citing privacy concerns and potential about potential disclosures through the Freedom of Information Act. The agency said, quote, Form 301 in particular requires a collection of much sensitive information about each individual worker's job length, illness, or injury. The Freedom of Information Act, however, already has exemptions to protect sensitive personal information. This is 100% being done to protect managers, not workers, and uh, over uh, sensitive information here. Finally today, 
Good news about socialized health care. It would actually be cheaper than our current health care system, something we socialists have been saying for a while, but now it's something that dipshit libertarians funded by the Koch brothers are saying. The Koch-funded Mercatus Center took a look at Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All bill and found that it would raise federal health expenditures by $32.6 trillion over 10 years. $32.6 trillion. That's a lot of money. Except when you consider that that is actually more than $2 trillion less than our national health expenditures. That's money that we all currently pay, including the government, to doctors, hospitals, and insurance companies. That includes people who don't have health insurance and whatever out-of-pocket costs they have. So, for $2 trillion less per decade, we could scrap our current private health insurance system and premiums and co-pays and all that shit and instead adopt Medicare for All, which covers everybody. So millions of extra people get health care. Better care. Better care. Be- Not no, even paying yeah, for it at Right, all. right. Some people get some health care because some people don't get any health care currently or any health insurance. And then other people who get bum insurance would get full coverage, including cancer coverage and th- things like that and, and, and long-term illnesses. And not only that, we would pay less. Yes, you would pay less as a percentage of GDP. That's, yes, that's that's gorgeous. And this even, is like this is like if if six minute abs were true and worked. <laughs> and yet Hillary Clinton was there saying that Bernie was promising four minute. Will never abs. ever happen. And also, she made the four minute abs joke or whatever. <laughs> God. Again, don't take our word for it. This is coming out of the Koch brothers and the libertarians who just released this report. Not that cost savings should matter at all in this equation when providing health care as a human right is the only moral way to do it. It doesn't matter how much it costs. Wow, it's almost like the uh, Koch brothers figured out that conservatives still exist in Canada and the UK. (laughs) That is the newscast for today. But the listener rant line is blinking, so let's take some calls. Hi, uh, this is Dr. Bill Frist's son, uh, Harrison Frist. I just wanted to set the record straight. Uh, So, uh, you know, there was a rumor that, uh, you know, you mentioned Dr. Dad. (laughs) He makes us call him Dr. Dr. Dad, uh, Bill Frist's son, uh, you know, was hitting on somebody at Chipotle, yeah. Look, I, I can't verify that. I, but let me tell you what I have been up to. Um, uh, if you look me up online, uh, I look like a partially completed Muppet. Uh, and I'm not one of those fancy Yale kids. I only went to Harvard and Princeton. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been working at a company that uh, definitely, you know, had nothing to do with my daddy's, uh, Dr. Dad's uh, connections and uh, the health care biz in Nashville. <laughs> biz. I'm, I'm cool. Uh but really, uh, if you want to you know, follow me uh, uh, on Twitter, you can go to at Harrison First. Uh, I have an uh, awesome American flag. I, have, uh, I haven't uh, said anything since uh, January 2015, but uh, some uh, Wall Street Journal articles about Obamacare and leadership and things. Uh, yeah, check it out and uh, hit on somebody at Chipotle. I, I resent that. Uh, bye. Hmm. Wow. Harrison Frist. So there we go. Correcting the record of someone who definitely was who they said they were. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Sarah. This is Drunk Dial, Brooklyn edition. 
So since you were offline, or I mean, sorry, correction, off air for a little while, I was catching up on Mike Dicta and Delete Your Account episodes and felt compelled to inform my drunk dial voicemail that I'm for careful listening. Um, additionally, I'm live with Tarek and Rokeh Amsterdam online. And since they don't have voicemail, here I am calling you and telling you with the need to know situation. Anyway, Sam, you're in great company. Um, also, for being serious for a second, which I am intermittently capable of, Miriam Kava in AKA Prison Culture on Twitter is the best, and you should definitely have her as a guest to discuss many issues, but particularly prison abolition. And we should all collectively try to be a little more like her. Okay, love you. Bye. Prison Culture, at Prison Culture, a good Twitter account. I agree. We should reach out to Miriam. And, Let's do uh, it. Try to get her on. Let's we do will, it ASAP. Uh, we will do it. Uh, ASAP. 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 Uh, ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> we had Tark on the show recently. Yeah. Didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did. Tark's a good dude. We haven't had Rakaya on the show. We haven't had Rakaya on the show. We need to get Rakaya on good. the show. Sounds like Delete Your Account needs a listener uh, rant line, too. Yeah. So they can get the uh, joy of getting drunk dials from, from people. It's a great thing. Thank you, Sarah, for calling. Yeah. One last call to, to get to here. Just a reminder, five bucks a month on Patreon, and you can watch the show as we record it here, and you can chat us up on the live stream. We got Randall here who's asking, what about Kavanaugh's views on property line rights as it pertains to stacking brush and sticks? <laughs> Rand has not uh, considered that question, maybe. Or maybe he yeah. has considered it. Maybe that's what uh, what swung his vote. Look, as, as we established, Rand Paul is not the most consistent person in terms of his ideology and how he acts. Therefore, right. I would not be surprised if he deliberately threw his fucking sticks over this guy's property... Because he's Rand Paul and he's an asshole and does what the fuck he wants. No, wouldn't be surprised at all. All right, one last call. Hey, folks. Uh, folks, the fuck. Hey, fellas. I hope you can hear me. <clears throat> um, you're on speakerphone because it's necessary for this call. But uh, that dude who smashed up Donald Trump's uh, star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, well, he got bailed out by another guy who also... Sorry, I'm a little drunk. <clears throat> who also smashed up uh, Trump's star earlier. Uh, like in 2016 or something. But the guy still needs money, um, A, for just smashing that shit up, and B, for court costs and everything. And, uh, you know, every time one of these Republican dickheads comes out and pulls some bullshit stunt, they always get lots and lots of money. Um, just like it's a matter of course, because Republicans uh, and conservatives and fascists, they they protect their own. And uh, I think we should do the same for this guy. So I'm going to put the link in here if y'all can support him. I think we should help this guy out. His name is Austin Michael, Nickel, M-I-K-E-L, Clay, Austin Clay. And uh, the uh, URL is HTTPS colon slash slash www.gofundme.com slash cost dash four dash austin dash nickel m-i-k-e-l dash clay so everyone that's listening go support that shit and uh give this guy some money because uh 
the balls to do that. I mean, he's facing felony vandalism charges and shit. Dude deserves some money. So fuck a fascist. Solidarity for everybody. And uh, peace. Yeah. Thanks uh, for the call, yeah. Not a, not a bad idea. There are... I'll, I'll leave it to uh, the listener to, uh, rewind. to find the verified... And find the verified account on their own... Uh, yeah, yeah. Caveat, caveat is, uh, yeah, five. Uh, you may want to double check. But certainly, verify. if you can find out which is the verified account, <laughs> throw some, throw some money at this guy. Uh, he, he certainly deserves it. Smash the fuck out of that star. Yeah, to, to, to double check that URL there, you're probably going to need to rewind the 15 seconds back thing over and over again to figure it out because it sounded like there are a lot of dashes and slashes and, yeah. and maybe that little like curvy thing that you sometimes see over the N. Godspeed that you don't get a URL is not valid after that. That is the show. Call the rant line 202-684-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, levelnews.org and Citizen Capital. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating tell your friends to listen there are ants crawling on my microphone right now what is up with that we're gonna handle that situation the newscast returns tomorrow we're in dc so you don't have to be